0: Oh, and welcome to Pretend to Imagine, a weekly podcast with Tyler and Harry. <gasps> what? I'm
1: here, and what? it's not Greg. It's no Greg today.
0: We're, we're not really sure what's going on, but uh, Greg is going to give us a miss today. And uh, so rather than uh, deprive you all of a podcast this week, uh, I've decided to uh, have uh, Harry here, uh, the gamer's gamer, be my, po- my podcast uh, uh, partner.
1: And I, I've done my best to grow my hair long. I am trying to yeah, trying to channel not, Greg as much you're as not I can. Quite
0: Greg, but there's definitely some facial hair and some some long hair there. So that that's, uh, that makes me feel a lot more uh, comfortable in, in doing this. Good. So today um is a for lack of a better word, today's the nerdy podcast. Okay, this is the, this is where me and Harry let it all out. And just be nerds For half an hour we,
1: we could We probably could go Like three hours Oh yeah If you just, really we could wanted to go on to.
0: forever Yeah exactly And you know I think as you see Normally Greg keeps the nerd and me down And now there's no one To restrain me No you just You just so, have to let The nerd flag fly Yeah just let it let it flow from you, like like the universe is speaking through you, that's, and, that's, and yeah. that's really my philosophy. That's I think it's a good philosophy. Today, uh, as as build, uh, we talk a little bit about Avengers and comics. Uh, inevitably, in all nerd discussions, there's uh, uh, some Lovecraft discussion, uh, mm-hmm. and spe- specifically Lovecraftian films mm-hmm. uh, and their various merits. Uh, we talk about. Uh, being a nerd and uh, all, some of the history of role-playing games and some things that uh, have happened with role-playing games. And we talk a little bit about game mastering and some of the challenges that we run into with that and some of the funny things that uh, we have encountered. So without further ado, the podcast. Woo-hoo. All right. So Infinity War. No spoilers. No spoilers. Except everyone dies. That's enough of a spoiler. Everyone dies. Yes. The Who- villains, the heroes, It's that's it. <laughs>
1: Now can we can we talk about who doesn't die no, in that would, the long that would, term? That, that would be a spoiler. Because I, you have a time gem, which
0: means that we this, do People this entire, more or less know that.
1: this entire entire movie yes. can be undone.
0: Yeah, I I think they should just do the usual this kid wakes up and it was all a dream. I'm I'm waiting for it. <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for that. He's just, it, he's like, oh no, that was what a what a crazy dream that was. Um, I won't, uh, you know, we, unfortunately, although many, many, many people have seen Infinity War sometimes twice, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. we still can't do spoilers because uh, there's always those tardy people. They're they're the ones who, you know, they're always behind in Game of Thrones.
1: They're they're the loudest of all the people. Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) And like you're sitting down, you know, you're at the bar and you want to talk about Game of Thrones and there's this one person who starts glaring at you and you're throne boned. (laughs) It's, you know, you just, there's nothing you can do. You just have to sit there and talk about other topics, which is frustrating. You are a casterly rock block. Astley rock box. That's right, exactly. Actually, no, that's right. You would throw bone someone else. Yes. That's how that works. Yes. If you spoil it, yeah. Yes. So as much as uh, I think the only thing I can say about it War is it was awesome. I really liked it. Um, there's probably a lot of salt and tears from certain people who like certain characters. Who you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Were you were you salty at all? Uh, not not really. The 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 big
1: things that I'm nerd raging about are minor things okay. that
0: are major
1: spoilers.
0: <laughs> right, exactly. You can, so yeah, yeah. so that,
1: that makes it I had, very I, difficult. There were
0: two, these, these aren't spoilers, but they're yeah. just two things that uh, uh, our friend Megan pointed out. The first is that Scarlet Witch no longer has an Eastern European accent it's gone it's, it's just it just disappeared she just is not doing it anymore so that was interesting I um, I don't like that black widow now has blonde hair that was that was in <laughs> fact the exact second one I was gonna mention they, I think I think she just wanted to change
1: they just blew that in the trailer I think it's supposed supposed to be because she's supposed to be incognito Oh, uh, so ginger else. ginger black widow is, yeah. is too obvious well
0: after a while it gets predictable it's like oh no there's like this you know mm-hmm. beautiful woman mm-hmm. with red hair infiltrating our secrets and Society and, uh, Maybe we should be suspicious, should be suspicious. <laughs> There's like a wanted poster Of course then they see the wanted poster and like well that has red hair mm-hmm. <laughs> So she's fine she's, She just can't be Black nope, Widow nope. So anyway um, yeah go see it uh, I, I uh, you know we actually talked about it Just a little bit last so we touched on it And then I got to see it and uh, I, I Satisfied, uh, but you know, obviously, it's got some issues. So maybe in uh, two, three months, we can do an in-depth analysis and and talk about a little bit more. But uh,
1: now, just just thinking about it, um, Infinity War, and the fact that eventually there will be more Marvel Marvel movies.
0: Well, at some point, at some point, because it's a cash cow. (laughs)
1: Uh, And I'm thinking of all the Marvel events that they've had that are the size of Infinity Gauntlet. Um I would like to see Secret Wars next.
0: Are you familiar with Secret Wars? Uh sadly, yes. I, I was not pleased when I read Secret Wars as a kid. What what um, displeased you about it? Um okay, so I, I think this is actually an interesting thing about comics in general. We can talk about comics. Um, so I read a lot of comics when I was a kid, and um, I read a, a variety of comics. Yeah. And what I noticed was, in general, comics go into three bins. Mm-hmm. There's cosmic level. Yeah. There's superhero level, and there's street level. Yes. Okay? And I found that I generally didn't like cosmic level. Mm -hmm. I generally felt it was too much. The stakes were too high. It tends to lend itself towards writing yourself into a corner that requires retcons to get out of. Yeah. yeah. And I always found that very kind of dissatisfying. That's me. I'm not. Believe me, I'm not saying it's not a valid thing, but. You know, and then you compare that to, say, say Spider-Man, Daredevil, Deadpool. Those are street level mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they're much more manageable. And, you know, you're trying to, like, stop a crime syndicate. Yeah. That's like your thing as you, opposed to the universe is going to end and we've got to stop it. You can and, yeah. you can you can stop
1: a guy from stealing a purse, right? There there's a there's an, a beginning, a middle, and an end to that. And story. there's a sense of satisfaction and if, a job well done. If you have this enormous cosmic being that is far beyond anybody else, yeah. uh, like the beyonder, yeah. who is beyond everybody yeah. else, you just can't do anything but be his plaything, yeah, and just like you find this one little. Bounce bounce the graviton particle beam off the main deflector dish kind of Star Trek thing where you just kind of make up a thing that beats him and kind of gets you out of the situation.
0: Well, there's a lot of that in Marvel. There's the ultimate nullifier and the cosmic cube and and, uh, um, all these weird things that they would pull out to like defeat Galactus. Yes. You know, and it was just like. It was just like, okay, where, what, whose butt did you pull that out of? You know, it's like it was just, but, but again, and I think again, touching on, on Infinity War, I mean, again, we won't say specifics, but yeah. they've written themselves into a position, yeah, where very few things are going to put the world back the way it was, yeah, okay. Uh, and well, I, they, and they can
1: just they can just reset the whole board and that and that's yeah. that's 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 my issue just with the infinity gauntlet in the comics or anywhere else when you have control over reality time yeah. space every single yeah, everything. aspect all of a sudden
0: nothing really has any meaning anymore right and that's exactly and that's exactly my problem with the, with the sort of god cosmic level. Yeah, uh, I that's what it's one of the reasons why I find uh, One Punch Man so funny. Yes. yes, because he's like at that point, but he doesn't care. Yes, he's just kind of bumbling through life, and he's like literally, you know, the probably the greatest power in the universe in, in that world. Um, although I, I will say again, um, just again back to Infinity, the villain, yeah, is actually a really interesting character. He's he's not this kind of like tin-plated dictator he, he's actually an idealist uh, uh as i say can is, we can we
1: talk about thanos's motivation
0: uh no we can't no oh yeah, okay. but anyway <laughs> so, let's see the, movie, see the movie but um no i mean i don't did you i mean did you like street level did you like super i, I like superhero level the well,
1: fights and fights you know i like that well uh, when it when it comes to comics um one of my favorite comics of all time is astro city okay uh that's out from uh a vertigo imprint uh, which is from dc uh i'm pretty sure they might be through image now i'm looking at my wife she's nodding she's for oh, yeah sarah, sarah's in the studio um, with us today by the and, way um, say hi sarah
0: hi okay.
1: so and what it is it gives these massive superhero stories but the entire event is in one comic uh, and in, a lot of times, it's told from the point of view of the everyday person okay. that has to experience it. Right. Um, occasionally, it's like you have a street level type hero, and you follow him around, and you're dealing with the pressures of trying to, of what it is to be a hero, yep. the pressures of trying to bring hero into your life. Yeah. Uh, but my favorite is the latest story arc. Which is dealing with people who have post-traumatic stress disorder brought on by... By superhero fights. Being part of superhero fights. Yeah. So you have, have, I was kidnapped by this massive spider monster. Yeah. And I was held prisoner in his webs. That's not the
0: everyday thing. And it's having to deal with it. I mean, think about the people who would get like PTSD from a toaster fire. Yeah. Imagine how they yeah. would do if, like, you know, a vampire sucks their dad dry, and as the vampire walks out of the building, it punches his mom in the stomach. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, how, how would that happen? You know. Um,
1: now, because that, that brings me up to um, the idea— I, I don't know if you're familiar with the German idea of Weltschmerz, the uh, wor- world, world pain.
0: pain. Yeah, world pain, right. Yeah. As opposed
1: to schadenfreude. Where, where like, you don't—you have this idea— That the world should be or could be in a certain way, yeah, and because the world isn't that way, you get upset and it causes you pain. And one of the things as a child, I always wished, oh, I wish I could have superpowers. Which powers would I have, and all this? And as an adult, I look back and I'm like. I'm very happy that, that superpowers I don't, don't exist exactly. because I'd probably
0: I, not I, have them. I used to, I used to say that too. I said, "Yeah, I'm glad magic doesn't exist." Yeah, because, because magic's effed up. It is. And, it is, and they they talk about this in the technocracy book from White Wolf. They're like, reality is fragile. Yeah. It only takes something horrendous like a cancer diagnosis or the loss of your job, and your whole reality has been turned upside down. Yeah. Much less if some wild-eyed wizard turns someone into a lawn chair right in front of you. <laughs> I mean, that's that's PTSD right there. It that is, is horrible. Is. Um, and that's and why it's called World of Darkness. Yeah. Exa- well, yeah, exactly. And that's the whole point of Cthulhu, too. It's like yeah. the, you know, you're going about your business, and suddenly you realize that the universe just isn't what you thought it was. Yeah. And, and that's a very threatening. Unfortunately, it's not real. That's
1: that's as far as, as we far know. as we know, right? Exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, there's a lot of fiction that's centered around Lovecraft and his writing actually being real. Yes, like Lovecraft knew, and he was telling all these. Well, things. You, know, what Love- do you what do you
0: think of that? You know, Lovecraft was one of the Illuminated Five. Oh, like Howard Hughes, Nikolai Tesla, H.P. Lovecraft. I forget yep. the other ones, but yeah, uh, uh, all, all the like, ones
1: that show up in like League
0: of Extraordinary Gentlemen, right? Type. Exactly, <laughs> precisely, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of uh, Lovecraftian stories. Are we are we moving to a new topic? I, 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 are, we can, are we sliding we into because I was I was thinking of talking about something else. We, but, can, but, uh, we, can. we can we can okay we can all right unless we want we can go back and talk about the other thing. We can, we can go thing. back. It's just I have to put the little <laughs> in, you know yeah. I, I have to know yeah. where that comes in yeah. you know. And, but anyway, uh, yeah, no, a lot of uh, a lot of Lovecraft pastiches. You know the sort of later. Writings um, reference back to Lovecraft, and that like no, his stories were really it. Yeah. In fact, in *Call of Cthulhu*, if you've read all of Lovecraft, you've got like a Cthulhu Mythos level of like ten percent. Yeah, you yeah. know, you, you actually know <laughs> you, about what you going have an on. idea of what yeah, reality is it actually it's like. Pretty dang dang close, you know. Um, now,
1: Lovecraft in film, horrible. horrible. Now, horrible. now one of the things I've noticed is that 1950s cinema. Yep. Uh, monster great big eye monster from yeah. outer space yeah that's attack Love, of the eye creature that's Lovecraft
0: it kind of is yeah but it, done so very badly yes I mean actually I interestingly if you're looking for the best 1950s H.P. Lovecraft movie is mm-hmm. Creature from the Black Lagoon yeah it's a deep yep. one it's clearly a deep one they even talk about it's millions of years old and all these kinds of things and it's clearly he wants our women just mm-hmm. like deep ones yep. do, yep. and it's actually a decent movie. I mean, it's not the, you know, it's it's not great cinema. I mean, this isn't Sophie's Choice or anything like that. But I mean, it's 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 definitely a a, a, a good effort. Yeah, um, yeah. As opposed to the Resurrected, or I'm, the Have you seen the Resurrected? I haven't seen the Resurrected. Oh dear
1: God, it, it's. Am I mis- I'm missing something you, oh in, my, God. in my B-movie can. Have candy.
0: you seen... Have you Okay, let's go through them then. So these are these horrible Lovecraft movies. So The Resurrected was... T- the Resurrected begins with a scene of a city yeah. from a helicopter. And it says, Providence. <laughs> but it's a picture of Hartford. <laughs> so that's right off the bat, you know we're having yeah. problems. Yeah. But anyway, uh, there was that. There was the unnameable, mm-hmm. which uh, was, was pretty bad. Had its moments, but it was pretty bad. There was uh, From Beyond... With the little pineal gland popping out of your head, and yep. wiggling around—that yep. was kind of silly. There were the uh, Herbert West movies, of course, which yes. I think the, have kind of a cult the, following. I'd say so the you know, the reanimator, reanimator movies, yes. yeah, the reanimator movies. Uh, uh, one of the best all around H.P. Lovecraft movies, um, although a very interesting film, is um, um, Dagon. Dagon. Have you seen Dagon? I I need to see Dagon. Dagon is a very interesting film. It's about homosexuality. Mm-hmm. It's about um, the experience of being a gay man in a world that, you know, is, is, it's hard to explain. It's a movie about the sort of discomfort that many gay men and probably gay women have over the idea of breeding. Yes. That's really, in many ways, this movie, that's where the horror comes from because mm-hmm. of the way the movie plays out, which, again, I won't get into, but, but it's that sort of ambivalence and har- almost horror at, like, you know, breeding. Yeah. And um, it's also about being gay in a small town. You know, so it's, it's an interesting movie mm-hmm. from that standpoint, mm-hmm. but at the same time, one of the most effective Cthulhu Mythos movies I've ever seen. Be- because um,
1: capt- capturing the idea of the Cthulhu Mythos is difficult. It absolutely is. It's because standing, standing in a, well, sitting in a theater or sitting at home, reading a book, you just, you don't see, you, you see the, it's cosmic. It's horrible. Life is not what you believe it is, but you don't experience that. Correct. And it's, it's such a difficult thing to actually.
0: Well, there's a few problems. I mean, if you, when you read Lovecraft, Um, it's actually relatively... Rare that you see a monster. I mean, yeah. there there are certainly terms like beyond the mountains of madness is one. You know, but but a lot of them you don't see the creature. And film is so visually oriented that often the film is like, well, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you it doesn't really work to show a bunch of lights and and, and you know sparkles and stuff. I mean, what do you what are you, yeah. you going to do when it's supposed? To, and and of course the book hypes it up. You see this thing, yeah, and it drives you crazy because yeah. it's so horrible. Well, you're not going to do that in a movie. You, you, you hopefully, you know, well,
1: yeah, well, you have the un. <laughs> indescribable horror right exactly that yeah. looks like this and then you see
0: like <laughs> this big rubbery flappy thing with some like limp looking tentacles and, mm-hmm. and you're like this mm-hmm. is doopy mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know and i think that's why lovecraft probably will never be good cinematically no. i just don't yeah. but again the way um so in dagon um it was very interesting um uh, i will tell you right now in dagon you never quite see a monster hmm But it's handled so well. There's this part where he's in this underground, like a sewer. And all he has is a camera with a flashbulb. Yeah. And he's like... Setting off the flashbulb to see where he is, and then in like one flash, you see something horrendous for just like a split second, that's, and it's really well done. It's, it's
1: that's very uh-huh. that's very effective because you can you can have terrible effects. Yep, you can have the worst yep. worst looking latex. You can have the worst yep. looking monster in the entire universe. You just flash it.
0: Yeah, and it's it's so quick. You're like you can't quite get your brain around it, Yeah because uh, no one's gonna pause it and say,
1: "Look at how bad, bad that, that is. is." Exactly, exactly.
0: No, it's uh, and in the end of the movie, um, you it, it's it's extremely heavily implied that the deep ones are rising out of the water. Yep. And all you see is a helicopter shot of these figures coming out of the water towards the shore, and mm-hmm. it's really effective because yep. you're just like, "What is? What are they?" You know, you can't really tell. And the, it ends with my favorite line: "Look into the red eye of your god," <laughs> which is pretty. Metal. That is effective. <laughs> it's pretty pretty metal. <laughs> So uh, anyway, yeah. No, um, if you haven't seen it, uh, any Lovecraft fan. Um, yeah. It depends on how you feel about, you know, gay cinema. Yeah. Uh, and, but but I thought it was actually quite interesting watching it because thematically it was it was very interesting. Yeah.
1: Uh, um, I say when Tori Spelling. Uh, Tori's Tori, Tori Spelling. That's the, the one big with name. Tori Spelling. She's in the it. big name in this I've film. Seen, I've seen. the movie poster. Yeah, Tori Spelling. I, Read but, the script.
0: Uh, liked it. Decided but, to do it.
1: One uh one of the things like uh as you talked about gay cinema and uh, Lovecraft just now um. In Alan Moore's Necronomicon, uh, okay. this is going back to comics briefly. Yeah, 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 sure. Um, I remember Alan Moore, yeah. He he does an amazing job of really addressing Lovecraft and yeah. trying to reinterpret and bring it into uh, a comics light. And Again, hard um, to do because it's a visual medium. It is, yeah. it is. But he, he does it by just presenting disturbing sexual stuff.
0: Well, you know... I, I've always had a... Lovecraft was, by and large, asexual. Mm-hmm. Um, the only sex in Lovecraft is Deep Ones having sex with humans. Yeah, which making, is which making, is scary and gross it's, enough it's, in itself. It's, it's disgusting, and you don't want to... Think, in fact, apparently, usually, they make the guy have sex with a female Deep one. so mm-hmm. I get some mm-hmm. Viagra in a bag. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but overall, Lovecraft is very, very, very asexual, and I know, and I've read some, uh, there's a whole... Sub genre of horror, which is sexual horror. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and which I, is uh, very easy to do. It's easy the to do. The Lovecraftian yeah. style. Hentai. As erotica. You know, uh, tentacle porn, you know, mm-hmm. uh, these kinds of things. But uh, I uh, I myself don't like the genre. It's just not something yeah. I enjoy. Yeah. I, I prefer it to be a little more uh, cosmic. Uh, mm-hmm. Sex is not cosmic. Sex no. Is a very, no. It's very personal. It's street level, like we were talking it before. Is. It is. It's, it's not a cosmic. Um, you know. Uh, But
1: the suggestion I would make for it, though, is because he deals with this main character who is coming to terms with his own homosexuality. Okay, yep. Um, And as he's going through the experience of he's, try- he's slowly getting on the trail of the Cthulhu mythos and he's learning about Carcosa and he's learning yeah. about all these things and he's meeting all of these different characters from the Lovecraft mythos. Right, okay. And as he does, his entire world starts sort of falling apart mentally. Well, yeah, uh, that's what happens to you. And you... This, is the, this is the one time
0: I've actually seen that done very well. Yes, well actually because as a comic... Actually, it interesting that's a lot what happens in Dagon mm-hmm. so I, I think uh, I, you know d- 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 as soon as you can get it yeah and we yeah. can talk about it because again a lot of depth to it very interesting
1: and we can spoil that one because it's from like the yes yeah, right? I mean
0: if you haven't seen it by now you're not gonna <laughs> see it <yeah. laughs> Okay so Harry, um, this was billed uh, I think maybe last week uh, yeah. as a discussion with the gamers gamer. Yes, I, you, you are that you,
1: was a superlative that I yeah. that I've, I was just shaking in awe at uh, my, my friend Michael yeah. uh, some time ago said Harry. You are the king of the nerds, king of the, king. And, like king of the monsters, but and like, the king of the nerds. Yeah. That, that's such a that's such a huge thing to bear.
0: Yeah. Well, see, we, you know, we talk about the foodies, you know, the seventh yeah. degree foodies. You know, so yep. I would be probably out of seven. I am probably about a sixth degree, you know, nerd gamer, nerd <laughs> gamer. Maybe maybe fifth, you know, fifth to sixth, six. 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 Okay, six. Sarah here. I, you know, we are just Sarah's sitting in. I would put her at about a, about a about a two. Maybe a three somewhere in there uh, but Harry
1: what you're an eight I'm an eight I kind of figured that out <laughs> you're, you're, <laughs> but, but it's, it's still it's it's still one of those things where I, I'm
0: just me well you, you know it's interesting with you because you've got you've got your your irons and a lot of a lot of gaming. Fires here. Yes, you know, you, you've got you've got Pathfinder. Mm-hmm. You've got the sort of smaller campaigns. you like clay that woke. Yep. Uh, you've got board game, multiple board games. Yep. You got a little bit of 40k going. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's my brand new that's thing. That's but you got help you uh, but, just a, uh, just assembling orcs. <laughs> we is the orcs. I um, I love them.
1: <laughs> What's not to love? I love them so much, and it's it's the their little Cockney gonna, gonna go out and then destroy the galaxy right. with all th- that's right words. Here we go! Here we go! Here
0: we go! But you know what I call them? Good-natured brutality. Yes, 100%. They, they, they really, they don't hate you at all. No, they, they, they just, just love they to just have want, fights. They just yeah. want to fight you yeah, much, and likely destroy you in the process. Yes, yes. But that's okay um, because, you know, there's always somebody else to fight, you know. But, but uh, so, you, like I said, you got a lot of things going on. So it's, it's almost difficult in a talk show like this to, to approach it. Because there's so many subsets of gaming, but I, yeah. I just I, I'd like to maybe talk a little bit about um, your game mastering. All right, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, you're DMing, and game mastering is superlative. Thank okay. you. you. You, you, Harry. Here for those of you listening, um, you know if you haven't all tuned out because you don't want to talk about nerd stuff. But uh, but the idea is that Shh. Harry Shame. is is uh, he you, you put forth so much effort, so much backstory. I, I remember I was uh, when I was first starting the Pathfinder campaign you're running. We're in some sort of library. Incidentally, by the way, for people to learn things in Pathfinder in a library, you have to attack the library. You have to do damage <laughs> to it because that's all that Dungeons and Dragons players understand. But um, I remember you made these these uh, scrolls. Uh, yeah. How did you make yep. them exactly? Yeah.
1: You- uh, all I did is I I took normal printer paper. Yep. Hello, printer paper. Uh, I just I put some tea in a little cookie sheet. Put the printer paper in the cookie sheet. Yep. Let it soak for a little bit. Then I took the printer paper out, put it on a clean cookie sheet with no anything on it, and I let it dry. Okay, and then to make it nice and crispy, I put it in the oven at like a hundred degrees for just a couple Desicate minutes, it. and yeah. then it, it gets a little bit crispy and it looks nice. I just I, I just was and so
0: impressed when you did. I was like, my God! And, and well, you wrote it illegibly so the patient, the parent, sorry, the uh, the the players couldn't fully read it. And I, they were doing I the best they could. I and. used my cursive writing. Yeah,
1: I have very little use for cursive writing besides hiding my secret notes from children. <laughs> Because <laughs> they can't they read can't it. They can't read curses. Yeah. Um, it's a lost art, really. Uh, so, so game mastering. Uh, I have been a game master now for the last 25 years. Yeah. Uh, since I was 13 years. That's by the considered
0: professional level. Uh, when you get past maybe 10 year uh, mark. Once, once
1: people start paying me for it. That's a that's, that's professional, yeah. and I've yeah. heard that you can. So
0: there are ways. If
1: you're looking for a GM that Do, you want to yeah. pay. Yeah. <laughs> um so anyways, but in my time, uh I started with HeroQuest, okay. be, being Zargon yep. with my with the little book um and cuz actually I'll start I'll start back a little bit. So, I spent 25 years as a game master. This is my this is my 25th year doing it. Oh, I congratulations. St- I started when I was 13 years old, yep, as um, most of us did. <laughs> now, last week you were talking about the Satanic Panic. Yeah. Uh, I am a victim of the. Were you? Did, did they take you aside um,
0: and say, "Have you seen mazes and Monsters?" Well, no. Uh,
1: what happened was my mom said, "Blanket, blank." Oh, fuck you, mazes and Monsters. All right. So I'm going. <laughs> it's a wonderful piece of cinema. <laughs> I love it, wow. and it's going to be my Halloween costume. Burn it, maybe. All right. Um, so, anyways, so my mom, blanket statement, no D and D in the house. Wow, no D and D. So you. No D house? Uh, so what happened was there is this game called Hero Quest.
0: Which wasn't D&D, Which is not DD. So they didn't know. But it's
1: fantasy. It's dice rolling. It's <laughs> monsters. It's barbarians. <laughs> it's dwarves. Adults are so square. They are. Uh, my, friend, my friend Luke had brought his copy over and we played it. Right. And, no, dev- and no devils came out of the right, walls. Exactly. Oh no, God, yeah. no monsters anywhere. Yeah. It didn't come to life. Yeah. I didn't immediately start. You didn't start. have a
0: complete break from reality and end up in a mental institution. Exactly. Like in mazes and monsters. Fuck you.
1: <laughs> so anyway, so I asked my mom for Hero Quest. I got Hero Quest for Christmas. And okay. uh, I got the Keller's Keep and the, the Revenge of the Witch Lord and all that.
0: And, which, which really sounds kind of like D&D. Yes. A whole a lot. lot. Yeah. Very
1: similar. Um, you know. So what happens is I get this game and I play it with my mom. I play, oh my God! You did not. And I, and I played it with my dad, and wow. I played it with my sister, and they loved it. And I remember distinctly this this one moment when I was playing with my mom and my dad, my sister is, my dad as the barbarian just killed an orc, and I say, "Do you want to search the body?" Yeah, and he says, "Well, yeah." And he goes and he reaches out and he grabs the little orc miniature and looks, and at then the starts orc looking miniature. at it. Yes, and. That's my mom body. and my sister and I all laughed at him. Oh. <laughs> he, he did not, he did not play hero quest since. Oh no. So, poor fellow, that's, yeah. that's too bad. Um, so,
0: so I sent a thing to our pathfinder, uh, our pathfinder page. Yeah. Uh, and it was, it was the, 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 players that ruin role-playing games. Yes. And very briefly, we had the alpha gamer, which I'm a little bit, I actually yeah. noticed that yeah. I'm kind of a little bit like, you know, uh, and then there was the, uh, the uh, the person who cheats mm-hmm. uh, and then I don't think we have any of those no, and then we have no. uh, we have the person who says they're playing their characters as a hilt and end up ruining everything for everyone because yep. that, that would be Randy yep. Bush there oh uh, throw, yeah, you that, threw him right yeah. under the right bus. right under the bus I don't care Randy I'm bus sure you is don't turning this, right but, over but, uh, Randy yeah that's the <laughs> that's the chaotic neutral person that just um. acts completely random and then uh, then there's the the weird player who uh, likes to be you know tortured and beaten and stuff like that have you had any of these
1: people have i had any of these people well i i've had a lot of interesting gamers in my life yeah i've had a lot i've had a lot of difficult gamers at times but um no you're fine you're fine (laughs) uh so what happens is um we when we get into this hobby we go in knowing that we're gonna meet weirdos yeah and we just look at them and we take them for what they are. Yeah. And once the campaign Lord knows you took me in. Once the <laughs> campaign is over, you just don't invite them back.
0: <laughs> so you have to. So basically, you're saying you have to kind of like see it through. Yeah. And yeah. then sort of move on. Yeah. From, um, from there. You yeah. you just you
1: you look at the other players. You see if everyone's having fun. Yeah. And as long as everyone's having fun, it doesn't really It's matter. fine. Yeah. Um, like with different groups, you have different feelings uh, when i used to when i played my first three five game uh for dungeons and dragons i had uh it was me it was a whole bunch of guys who've been playing dnd for a long time right. they all know the rules and it was fighting the monsters Yep. That's all it was. That's all he did. No real There was there, there was some story. Yep. There was this whole idea of there was a lich king and this that and the other. And it there broke. always is Harry. Have there you is. That? Well, There's... they're the, they're the best. They're yeah. the best villain because they're they get all the ma- major magic and they're undead, so they're unnatural and they're yeah. usually yeah. evil. And you know they you have no I, qualms I mean, about killing the dead. I've never seen a lich
0: king sitting in his throne stroking a dachshund.
1: I I've never seen a lich king it's, sitting it's, in his. throne. <laughs> Sitting in his throne room with a large pile of manuscripts and scrolls that yeah. are like effective laws that he's putting in place in his land. Right, <laughs> right. It's like Tywin Lannister. Maybe he's, he's like, actually going
0: to run the kingdom well. I I'm going to do, jo- do a
1: good job. I'm going to do a good job because I'm forever living. That's right. It's, um, yeah.
0: And this, then, and then these brave heroes kill him, and the whole place descends into anarchy. The economy collapses. Mm-hmm. There's infighting. I mean, maybe we should think harder about killing lich kings yes and, yes because
1: uh, they might know what's best for us
0: they, they might actually <laughs> um,
1: um, also i have plans of becoming a lich <laughs> so
0: i know a great place uh, that sells phylacteries oh yeah. wh-
1: what's your ideal lich phylactery type? um
0: it would be let's see that's a good question it would be a, a uh a bronze fish mm-hmm. with agate eyes yeah Buried under a mountain. Buried under a mountain. Yeah. Oh, I like the fish yeah. motif. I yeah, think I, that's
1: good. I, I'm go, I'm going for a uh, fire immune gorgon. Okay, that's yeah, a that's a metal bull that didn't we fight turned, that the you, other You day? fought we one. Pretty much did. They yeah, fought one, fought one, but he one, wasn't yeah. fireproof.
0: No, he wasn't. And
1: I'm no. um, just gonna put him in the depths of a volcano. Yep. So that you know, if you no, want to get my flight you have to swim in yeah, lava. Yeah, swim in lava. Yeah, or magma because it's still underground. Magma. Magma. I'm going um, to, to so
0: melt you all, but
1: uh, but we were talking about uh, player experiences.
0: So uh, my my favorite course is the, uh, the 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 game master is like uh, telling his 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 uh, his players, uh, you you approach a chasm. It's too far to jump across. Player, I jump across the chasm. Right. You jump across the chasm. <laughs> this, my imagination's more powerful than yours, and, and they go. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Pretend to Imagine, a uh, weekly podcast with Tyler and Greg. Although this time it's Harry and Tyler. Uh, we talked about a lot of things today. We talked uh, about uh, some comic stuff, uh, yeah. s- and, and more specifically, the Avengers. Uh, talked about um, role playing games mm-hmm. and being a gamer, being a game master. Uh, we met uh, the uh, most gamey person I know, and I don't mean that's... smell. I mean just well, gamey. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, you, you. I, I did you, shower. Before you smell I came. great. Yeah, that's that's fine. For all the, those smelling at home, yeah, uh, he's, he smells good. So. Uh, so we talk about that and a little bit about Lovecraft and Lovecraftian films, yeah, of which yeah. some have a lot of merit. Unfortunately, we
1: did not talk about Manos, Hands of Fate. Uh,
0: well, that will be that'll be uh, another time, Harry. Uh, <sighs> yeah, has me so, back for that, Manos. Yes. So um, thanks a lot. Thank you for listening, and um, we'll uh, we'll be back next week. This has been another episode of Pretend to Imagine questions or comments please email us at podcast at pretend to imagine.com. follow us on facebook and twitter at pretend to imagine and visit our website at you guessed it pretend to imagine.com. produced by tyler smith and greg fisher web design and tech support by small hall studios audio by mitch myers music by greg fisher editing by tyler smith please check us out on itunes and stitcher and give us a five-star rating if you enjoy our podcast thanks and happy pretending